What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to Friday night. It's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you are at your place for the unfiltered experience where we have unfiltered conversations designed to move you forward in your confidence and your awareness and your opportunity to live an amazing life. I am Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach. And of course, I am joined by the Mr. Awesome over here. How are you doing, Mr. Scott David Goya? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Would you just uh, run down a mountain or something? Lord, I'm the honest to honest truth, guys. I literally just ran in here by the seat of my pants. Um, barely just made a drink. I peed and uh, got in here. We were just hiked what's uh, what we call out here Mount Rubidoux. And so it's like this, you know, pretty decent, like a mile and a half up, you know, hike. And so I was, I kept saying, I got to be back like 10 minutes to five, 10 minutes to five, 10 minutes to five. We roll in here at 502. And I'm like, should I wait? No, we're literally start the show. Uh, so yeah, we went and did that. It was beautiful outside. It challenged my um, my stamina and everything uh, quite a bit because I haven't been working out like you know doing like heart racing stuff like that. And so it was pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. What are you up to? How are you doing, man? It's good to see you. Ouch. Uh, yeah, same thing. Same thing. I'm you're all you're all chill. Like, and... I'm like. <laughs> no, dude, I'm like, I've I'm like same an thing, man. I've been running around. I've, I've been running around like crazy too. We bought a new car today. We've uh, just had a, a, so we're doing that. Did you get the Ferrari? Or did, you get the, did you get the Ferrari or the Lamborghini? Two. I got both. Both. You did fucking A, dude. That's high five right there, man, bitch. That's fucking cool. Both. I, mean, I couldn't decide. Got 70, so we both. You got 73 Pinto. I'll take 73 Pinto. I like that. It sounds pretty good. Pretty bad. A little hatchback. I want yeah. that. Uh-huh. Shit brown. <laughs> no, actually, I grew, I grew up my, my, father-in-law if you will had a shit brown toyota pinto matched his shit brown uniform his shit brown was it a toyota or is it personality. a dodger what was the pinto was it toyota ford ford pinto ford, i was gonna say it's not, yeah it was like a ford or something it was pinto a... shit a piece of yeah. shit nah it was good times yeah. I'll, go. I'll be mentioned in the book <laughs> there you go be in the mention you go. I got people in here david libby's like swearing his ass off he says what's up fuckers that's why i've been mm -hmm. opening up my walk and talk lives you know i'm doing it on linkedin no less and i'm like i asked my coach i said i asked sally i said what do you think about that she goes well you know you know people resonate with that and i'm like all right cool uh glenda's in the house she says hey y'all uh all sick didn't go to work tonight sorry you're sick but thank you for being here you you your your thank spirits you. will be elevated i'm sure by the time you're done listening to me and scott rant about whatever we're going to rant about tonight um we got uh, believe in yourself What's up? Uh, believe in yourself. He says, hi, Christopher, Scott, Glenda, and David. Thank you for being here, brother. Excuse me. Um, that uh, you could that you could option a Pinto with a big block V8 in it. Uh, interesting. You know, actually, to that point, Robert, I had a 73 Maverick, and that was one of the things we were going to put in it was we were going to put a 351 Cleveland in it and then see that thing, you know, go from like a, a was it a straight six to a to a to a 351. That'd be pretty badass. But anyways, did you ever do mo car modifications, Mr. Scott Goyette? Were you a wrench head? Nah, I, like all my buddies were. So I'd always be sitting there. I was like, let's 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 get out of here and go play basketball. Let's get out of here, go play football. Let's get out of here, go play baseball. But um, I had no problem like playing around, and I always enjoyed the finished product when we were going flying around town in the cars. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But, what was the thing you were into when you were in like in, in your teen years? Oh, dude, it was it, any any sport, any sports. and every sport. Yeah, yeah, sports twenty four seven. But again, like we had you had your group of buddies. Like one guy always had his, you know, he had a Mustang SVO. Mustang GT. Nice. Um, so it would be like playing around working on them. Like I remember like one guy was trying to replace the turbo. It was like SVO was a turbo, it was a four-cylinder turbo. Mm -hmm. And then um once the GTs, you know, the Mustang GTs, what it was 85, they came out. You know, I remember getting inside of those. And that was funny because it looked mm -hmm. like a Ford Escort yeah. with a, you know, three fit, what is it, eight cylinder, that 5.0, you know, engine yeah. just in there. It was sick. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, my buddy had one of those. Convertible. It was good. It was uh, got us a lot of checks. 
That's a lot fast. of ladies. Got a lot of a lot of looking ladies. It's cruising Newport Beach on a Friday night, pumping her, pumping his gay ass fucking music. I'm like, my man, let's play some Iron Maiden. He's like, no, nah, Iron Maiden's not gonna get us chicks. I'm like, you want to bet? <laughs> um, Glenda says here she goes. I was supposed to inherit a 1955 uh, Packard. Wow, that would have been cool. I'm I'm a huge car guy. I'm a huge car guy. Uh, was it Robert says here? Uh, that was when there was room for a 429, 427, or 428. Yes, yes, I used to be a big car dude. I actually have a 69 Charger sitting right beneath me, right this very moment. I got to get off my ass and start doing some work on. But what's on your heart and mind, Mister Scott? You want to talk about? I uh, want to share a little bit inside of what we're going to be doing with the show and kind of moving forward. What we're doing here, just kind of chilling and yeah. just chillaxing and by the way guys this is a show with you guys so if there's a if there's a question i put that in the show promo if there's a question you have for me or scott you know about where we got started i want actually i, I brought up a couple of old episodes just kind of just reminisce a little bit just to kind of show where we started from in the friday night live days um just kind of go down that road for a little bit but um yeah what's on your heart my man i'm gonna take a breath and try to catch my breath i think you froze did you freeze or did i freeze who froze you keep disappearing and come my back. Oh, I might be freezing. You, you there? Yeah, you keep yeah. going in and out, and then you're there again. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, what we're going to start doing is we're going to have little seasons of you know somewhere between four and six shows, depending on the guests. But we're going to have some themes. So, Chris and I were talking about uh, the first theme. I think a good one to talk about would be I am. So we talk about the importance of I am statements being the affirmations that ultimately manifest the world that we want to live in and who we are and what we want to be and become. So we want to talk to some people that have been some of our best guests and some new people as well. So we're going to go to you know people like Jimmy Dennis. Um, Jimmy Dennis was in prison for 25 years for a murder he did not commit. Yeah. What does Jimmy Dennis talk about You know, in his story of how did he find out who he was? Can you imagine going from being, just being a young man who's a singer who wants a singing career, he's going to church, doing all the right things, and he's framed for a murder he didn't commit. How do you find out who you are in that moment? So what we want to do is find people who have a very different path to get to a very similar answer, um, finding out who am I, who am I in spirit, who am I in this human body, and what am I supposed to be doing while I'm here? Yeah. So different pathways, I bet we'll find out people are more similar than we think, yeah. and we're going to see if that's the truth, and we're going to do that through the show. So. We're going to bring some back some of the best guests i've got some new people that i've met we might put a few of those onto that season we'll run a season take a little break maybe do lives here and there in between but we're going to do those maybe keep them a tiny bit shorter somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes so that we can podcast them and people who are out in the world jogging and you know doing things maybe before bed they want to listen to the show um keep it very palatable the the unfortunate reality of this world is what is it 20 seconds you know people lose their attention pen in, in 20 eight. seconds eight it's down to eight seconds now for a long time it was 10 but now it's down to eight so it is so, yeah. yeah if you don't so grab their attention we're trying to keep it so that like most people will work out getting a treadmill 30 45 minutes go for a run or whatever try to put it in that frame of you know time because it seems like people who listen to podcasts want to go i'm going to go do my blank my walk my hike and they want to be able to do it and then be done um, mm -hmm. we're always at like an hour and five minutes I don't know if people want to do things for an hour and five minutes. They love us that much. I know they do. Maybe they have to do two things. <laughs> one run, two things, listen to it in two, two episodes. Yeah. Or they're on their squatty potty. There you go. Whatever, <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I know. I'm, gonna, I'm starting to 75 hard on Sunday. Talk about like fucking it. discipline and commitment. You're going to do it with me? Come on. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm not because I've got. Um, Nobody's doing with me this time. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Usually I get. Usually I rally. No, people no, I'll, I'll do. 
so the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't no, you're want all fucked that. Up. You're all fucked up. You can't. No, 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 no. I just don't, I, I don't want someone telling me how to do it. Like I'll go put my time in, but if I want to have a glass of wine on Friday, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Like, you know, like I'm not, like I'm disciplined enough to do everything around it and get to where I want to go. I don't want to do it. That's, that's the honest to God's truth. So, you know, I'm coming to California. I've got so many things coming up. Yeah. David Levy says, wait, can you say that again? LOL. I'm not sure what that part, what part that, that, yeah, of course you got to have that. You got to be receptive. I, I didn't want to do it. And I, and I always tell myself when I don't want to do it, that's probably the time I need to sure. do it. And so even though I didn't drink from, uh, from January 1st until my birthday, which was, you know, still a month and a half, I just decided, yeah, let's go ahead and do this again, you know, and just really be very intentional. No sugar, no wheat, no gluten, the two workouts a day. That's yeah, not so really a big deal. Yeah, so I'll do that. Like, I'll guarantee I'll do like a 60 minutes of, of exercise every day. I'll guarantee that I'll remove the sugars, but I'm going to be in places where they're going to be drinking. I'm going to be in places where they're eating a lot. So I'm not going to not do those things over the next few months, but I guarantee you I'll be the first one at the gym and I'll do something late at night and get all my working out in. So mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, David Libby says, <laughs> or uh, after our after attention. attention. He's saying our attention span is limited. Eight seconds, 10 seconds. That's what he was joking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I like it. It is. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, so what do you want? What do you want to jam about, man? What's on your heart and mind? I've had a pretty good week. It's been crazy. It's yeah. been better than last week. Last week was, uh, I had a lot of different energies going on. So I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Get me out of this rat race. <laughs> there's been there's been a lot. There's been a lot that's just going on and nobody's been able to uh, miss it. It's just hitting us all. The the fun thing, you know, I think as as you know, as a coach, you know, for both of us, somebody who's a podcaster, who's a teacher, professor, coach, any of that stuff, sometimes we're saying things and then we're like, wait a minute, you know, is the stuff <laughs> I'm saying even true? And I know we know it's true, right? You know, sometimes you just you you want it to be validated. So if I'm telling somebody that self-love is the most important thing. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, do I even love myself? Right. So this this yeah, week, that check. yeah, this week has been a great week for me for manifesting because, you know, I got in that accident where I broke three ribs and two vertebrae, my hips out of place. Well, I just went to the spine doctor and he said that I'm literally healing so fast. He's like, it's crazy. He's like, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to be selling that to people. And I'm laughing. I'm like, that's pretty much what I do. I coach, <laughs> I coach people on mindset. And right. so he's like, if you're meditating, you're going in cold dips and you're doing, you know, red light and you're doing PEMF and all these things. He's like, that stuff is working because I cannot believe uh, he's looking at the CT scan and the x-rays. He's like, everything's coming together. Everything's healing. The only thing is you got some extra liquid back there. There's uh, like a bunch of swelling. And he's like, we can just drain that. But he's like, it's amazing how fast you're healing. He's like, we, we're wow. not going to need surgery. They Ooh. thought that we were going to need surgery. So, yeah. Good job, so, buddy. So what I would like to preach is, you know, you and I are sitting here, you're doing 75 hard, practicing what you're preaching with no excuses. I'm always talking about mindset is anything in the body, mind, self. We can do anything we want. And here we are living it. You know, two minutes ago, I'm sitting in a space where I thought I was going to die. And now I literally feel like, okay, two minutes let's ago? keep moving. Felt like it. It was three weeks ago, but it felt like two oh. minutes ago. Oh, I was like, what happened? What I miss? What I miss? Sometimes I miss shit. No, no. So how about you? So what about, you know, we're, we're always preaching these things. Sometimes I think we as human beings are we're, we're talking, 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 and yeah, we're doing it. But sometimes we don't fully embody it. Mm -hmm. You know, what are some of the lessons that you've been teaching, you've been preaching about that, you know, you've been checking in your own mind saying, hey, is this real? And, and what kind of results are you see? 
Yeah, that's, I mean, it's bang on and I'll be hundred percent transparent. You know, I'm always that way for me back in December and like early January, I, I'm like, okay, the first quarter this year, I'm going to fucking nail these three things. One of them was to finish the book. The second one was to clear a bunch of clutter, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, you know, around the house and stuff like that. Um, the third thing was my health. Well, we know my back went out for like that month where basically I was walking almost with a cane. I was almost not being able to walk. Thought I was going to have to go to the emergency room twice. Unfortunately, I haven't. And I've been building back slowly in my strength and everything else. But I just started realizing, I'm like, wow, those three months went by like so fast. And it's not that I wasn't doing my best, but was I really doing my best best? And in order not to let the, let the year slip away from me, that's what I decided. I was like, fuck, I should do 75 hard. And I would, my, everything in my brain was like, no, Chris, you don't do it. It's uh, going to be Memorial weekend. You know, Scott's going to be in town. Da, 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 da. And I was like, no. And even my wife says, well, you could just skip it for one day. And I would say, no, when I do 75 hard, I'm like 100% committed to it. It's just it's it, I have to do that for me. It's just the way I'm wired. Like, as if I don't, then yeah. I'll fucking cheat. Like a, at the beginning of the year, I didn't have any alcohol until my birthday. But there was and I said I was going to have no sugar, but I snuck some sugar every once in a while. Um, so this time I'm just like, okay, just being super intentional. So to that point is it's, it's me giving that advice, but also recognizing that sometimes we need to go to what sucks in order to kind of get us through and remind us how strong and resilient we truly are. Because I know when I do it, um, the clarity and the focus that I gained from eating very intentionally, because I have been eating a lot of sugar. I don't know what it's been. I think it's a little bit of a medical cannabis, but for some reason I've just been craving sugar and I normally don't crave sugar that, that much. So this will be a great opportunity because I won't cheat at all. I mean, I literally do my two workouts a day and everything else. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to take people on the journey for it. I've, I've decided like before I've done periodic videos, but I think this time I'm going to do like a daily video and just be honest with people and just say, Hey, here's how I'm feeling today. Did I want to get up on day 15 and do my second fucking workout? No. Could I have done it and, and or could I have not done it and got away with it? Yeah. But here's what it's about with integrity. You know, so I'm just going to take people on that journey and just have a good time doing it. And, you know, I want to show my son that too, because I, I realized that you know, with my back issues, I've, he's like, now he's like, dad, is your back okay? And I'm like, I don't want that to be a focus for him as he's growing up thinking about that. So I've got to do this for myself. And so my wife got me some training sessions with her trainer. So I'm going to get myself back strong enough where I feel good enough to go to a trainer. Cause we all do that. Right. We want to look decent enough to be able to go to the trainer mm -hmm. and say, we need help. Yeah. So, uh, Clean the house before the maids come over yeah. kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm focused on that I'm excited about that. And you know, the book's coming together nicely and, and I've been good about everything else, but it's just like, did I come here to be good enough? Or like I preached to everybody else. I'm like, how, how much different would life be if you gave it just a little bit of extra effort, had a little bit more clarity, you know, felt better about yourself and the decisions you were making, how much more accomplished could you barely be? And what does that ignite within, you know, the vibrations with everybody else? Cause that's what you talk about so eloquently is the fact that we're operating on this vibrational energy and we can sit there and say, Oh, I'm so happy and everything's so great. But if we're not really truly feeling like, fuck, we're crushing it. Cause I know on 75 hard, when I get to like day 27 and, and the, and the newness is worn off and, and nobody's like high-fiving you anymore. And you're like out there in the weeds by yourself at one o'clock in the morning doing your exercise. You're like, this is why I'm doing it. So yeah, that's kind of what's going on with me. So I'm enjoying my myself until uh, until Sunday, well Saturday night, Sunday morning at noon. So I'm yeah, starting Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and it's, but you know it's a fun thing with this too is think of like what we say. First of all, know thyself. You know your your methodology, just like you just said. You know, like I could just say, okay, I'll do 75 hard with you, but like you know yourself, and in this present moment, for you to get to where you want to be, this is a modality that's going to help take you there. Yeah, it always and, does. There's and there's times for me where I'm like, no, all enough, and this is how I'm doing it. Yeah. And there's other times like I have a lot of stuff going on. So what will I commit? <clears throat> and so I'm in a space right now where I'll commit the exercise, I'll remove the sugar, I'll make sure I have enough protein volume, but I'm gonna have a few drinks in there. And I know that it won't be ideal, but it's gonna be close enough and satisfactory yeah. to me in the present moment. So there you go. super important. Another thing that you were bringing up there with joy, and this is an, a thing that I think would be important to talk about. 
so many of us, and I'm, I'm speaking anecdotally from the people that I'm talking to or my students, you know, clients or just friends or family. But what I'm seeing in my world at this present time is there's so many people who are getting lured into a trap of seeing all the things around them that aren't working. Mm-hmm. And even though those people in the past have been deeply into gratitude and appreciation, I'm watching their word choice get shifted. Oh, so really? watch this. Yeah. So what I want people to start thinking about is watch this. If I'm somebody who has built a foundation of gratitude and, you know, um, appreciation for all that I have and my focus is on joy, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel the anger, the sadness, the other emotions along the way. But here's where my focus is. When this enters and I'm in a moment of anger or sadness or shame or guilt, I process and keep moving toward joy. Mm -hmm. But the reason I'm able to do that is I wake up and I say, I am grateful. What a beautiful day for what? Maybe it's maybe I lost my job. Maybe I had this bad thing happen. But I'm like, but I'm alive. Yeah. I have this family. I have friends and I nail those things and I point my North Star to joy. And 100%. then I feel along the way. A lot of people are forgetting to have that direction. You know, I was talking about trajectory. Their yeah. trajectory used to be towards joy. And I'm seeing a lot of people's heads down. So my reminder right now, we're talking about no thyself do not allow your your compass your life compass to move away from joy because too many people are sitting here going it's just a day you know it's just a it's a just a this and once you put your head down i guarantee you you're going to miss all the beautiful opportunities to find joy if you dial into joy do the bad things still happen yes mm-hmm. yes 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 but i guarantee you're going to move through those things much more quickly because you know the direction you're going yes so What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm seeing a lot of people and I'm trying to, you know, you always say just shift their head. I'm kind of coming up to them and going, (laughs) that's right. It was joy. And I'm bringing it back to that space because I'm finding it in the midst of all the crap I'm going through. And I'm freaking, Mm -hmm. I see it. I know where I'm going. I'm just getting punched along the way a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I know where I'm going and I know where I am. Yeah, I think it's, I think that, that that's important. I mean, that's my word for this year is intentionality, like being intentional. Am I being intentional of this moment with what I said is most important to me? And I've got it written right on my dry erase board. I love my dry erase boards. I've got another one right here. Um, am I being intentional with the things that I'm doing? Is it going to move the needle on what I said that's most important? And then redirect myself in that moment to say, okay, no, you're not, Chris. Okay, what do you need to do? That's the biggest thing you can do to buy, by, by which doing so is going to get you back in that frame of mind. And so usually it's clearing whatever I've got in front of me and like just doing like a restart in my brain, closing any browser windows that I might have been using that was, you know, focusing on something else that I got detracted from. But for me, it's just ultimately my I forward think and think, OK, at, uh, at December 31st of 2023, when I'm hanging out with my wife and, and who got whoever's hanging out, I want to look back on this year and be like, OK, fuck, I moved the needle big time on this. I got the book out. I hit, hit the bestseller list. You know, I got back on stages. I spoke, you know, three or four times. I really am like putting that vision in my brain of sitting back and going, fuck, OK, what did I do differently this year? Because when I think about every year, when I kind of recap on the year, what the positives were, what the negatives were, where I grew the most, where I still need to grow the most um, and kind of looking about, you know, I want to be able to sit there and say at the end of this year, like there was a point where I thought I was going to might be getting a little sidetracked, but I did 75 hard and I got myself back on track. And not only that, I attracted this into my life because there's so many different opportunities that are coming my way that I'm so thankful for that. I know doing this is just another way of me telling God source universe that I'm ready. And in order for me to be ready, I'm going to be at the, my physical best, my peak best that all of a sudden if these speaking engagements start coming about or anything else starts coming about that I'm effectively doing my best interviewing people or having conversations with people that I'm at my best. And so for me, that's like, you know, thinking about, you know, 
in, in the mediocrity of, of life that we get so complacent about, you know, what is it that I'm willing to do a little bit extra that's going to get, that's going to garner me that special attention. That's going to, that's going to attract that vibration frequency of everybody else that might be in that, that same frame of mind. So for me, it's just like being very intentional and being ultimately that, that, that legacy is being fulfilled, if that makes sense. So I think you're, 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 you're very much nailing it. And I want to, I want to walk you through something Good. real quick because so I, I, I feel like you're right there and, um, and you tell me finish if me, I can Scott, help you, finish me. Oh, you, you tell me if I can, so if I, you tell me if I can, if I can help please, you. Please, please. I've, I've been looking at plant-based medicine. I know so, I'm like, no, so it's interesting. Something. It's interesting because the conversation I've been having with a lot of my coaching clients, it revolves around this because this is what I keep hearing people say. I'm doing so much and I'm so close to where I want to be. And I'm listening to a, if as soon as I finish my book, as soon as I finish this, and, and right. I know that this is what a lot of people are grading themselves on right now. They're grading themselves on all these things that they can do. Well, let me ask you this on your deathbed. Okay. When you pass away and we've written the eulogies together through coaching exercises on your deathbed, do you want them to say, Chris wrote a book. He was an amazing author. He was a speaker. He did this you know damn well no one gives a shit. Right. So what can you do in this present moment to be everything that needs to be said or you want to be said that you lived a fulfilled life in that moment? Was Chris kind? Was Chris loyal? Was was Chris there? You know, all the things that matter. Yeah. What I want to do and what we're doing on the retreat uh, with these gentlemen who are going to be going with me in a month, we're going out to the outskirts of Denver. We're going to get this beautiful home. It's five bedrooms, 4,400 square feet. We're going to be wandering on the woods. What nice. we're going to be doing and I might kill them on, leave them out there. I'm not sure yet. I don't know if that's part of the program. Just kidding. Um, but seriously, what we're really going to do is focus on who we really are at source. So even the I am that we're talking about for you know the first um, the first season, really start dialing in and becoming those things that matter to you. Because I think that a lot of us are in this transition where we've got to do all these things before we die. And we're interpreting that I've got to have all these things done. And what I really believe is going to happen is this. The minute you really come to the present moment and hear that again and again, the minute you come to the present moment, you go hiking. You don't give a shit if you're five minutes late for this <laughs> podcast because it's nice and people are still going to be here if they want to hear it. Nothing ended. Right. Be present. If we leave five minutes early, be so present that the universe is like, man, that guy's present. And it's just going to deliver you everything that you're supposed to be doing because right. you're being the best Chris. And I know you were kind of saying that mm. beat the shit out of that. That that's what I'm going to be doing is I'm literally just going to dial into presence in every moment. So I'm going to go hang out with my daughter after this. Go ahead. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, the fact that so often we're thinking about the future and, and pontificating about what it is that we can potentially do to gain a certain status or a certain income or a certain whatever, that then we're going to feel, oh, my God, then I'm going to feel like I make it. Or we're beating ourselves up or pontificating about the past. We're never truly present. And that's why time passes by so quickly. It's because the time evaporates because I've been like micro focused right now. on like, how can I make the time I have left with my son like last the longest. So I've actually been Googling that stuff and asking that chat GBT shit that. Yeah. So how can I be more about how can I slow time down? And they always say like being present in those moments, be very intentional in those moments. So every night, you know, not every single night, but most nights I sit there and tell him how proud I am of him. I tell him, you know, I said, uh, I said, daddy's always going to have your back no matter what, where I'm at or what I'm doing. 
you know, little stuff like that. And just tell him how, you know, I said, I'm honored to be your dad because of course we adopted him. So I just keep telling him that every night, not to a point where he's like, okay, what's going on, but just so he knows that, you know, in case something does happen. So that intentionality of being in that vibrational space and time of being in the moments, I've let go of so much stuff, Scott, that I thought was so important for my ego yes. and for my validation. I've let it go. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I don't care who you are. Now, I do, whatever you know if you're famous cool awesome i mean tell me about it what's let's let's talk about that can we can we change some people's minds about the fear of success you know i'm always going into that kind of mode um you know so but it's just about just being present and being able to enjoy the stuff so if it is the last thing i ever do if today's my last day did i live it in full vibration of what i'm meant to do yeah 100 percent. i love it i love it and you know what i've really been um, focusing on too and um I, like I've been doing so just just to give you a heads up and I don't know like I know we talk about this but I don't know what I actually share on the air so I've been doing a lot of different um, trauma therapies to find mm -hmm. out like where my triggers come from so I've been doing EMDR so that I can not, not only wow. receive it but train on it I've been doing what's called ML MAP which is a modality that incorporates NLP EMDR um, hypnotism and um, uh, EFT and so it brings all those together and it speaks what's to the MDR super again what's remind me is that the rapid eye yeah movement? that's the eye movement one where you just kind of doing the hand movements and you bring it back so okay. that one so all these things are triggering a lot of stuff in my soul and i'm noticing that my response to people on things that used to really upset me i just see it now i'm like yeah that person doesn't make a lot of sense to me <laughs> and i just move on let it there's go no there's no emotional attachment, attachment. at all yeah so but what I want to bring up with that, and I think it's very important for all of us, is to really try to get to a space where, because I think what's happening is I think when we talk about walking home to oneness, being present, all these things that we always say, I think a big part of that is literally finding the ways to remove those attachments. We talk about it all the time. But one of the things I want to do is for myself and others really start honing in on those skill sets so that I can remove all attachment and be so present. Because one of the things that this allows us to be present is constant emotional attachment. It's like the squirrel. Every time someone says something, I'm like, ah, 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 I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm guilty. I'm yeah. Then you're why, 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 why? Sure. And I feel like I'm breaking out it's of that creepy. finally. Because, I mean, dude, we see it. Like, even some of the people we've talked about, like, why does that person think this? Why does that person think this? When they when these people speak, they have a deep emotional attachment to everything. They're always mm -hmm. mad at something. or and And so I think it doesn't allow them to think clearly at all and i'm not going to subscribe to that I, I don't even want to point it out anymore i'm like i'm sure i still will sometime but i'm just i don't care i don't care if you want to go be attached to everything i'm going to lead by example and not there you go so form that in a question for our viewers and watchers and listeners right now form that in a question then uh i just wanted to just capture we got guy berlando in the house he was recently a guest That's on our right. show that was i think it was one of the ones you missed yeah um, no, so no, no, i, I miss him i i met i met guy i was going to go meet him in uh keystone he's from keystone i was That's with right. him. but i couldn't go to keystone because i got in an accident and we're not there and i'm supposed to be there tomorrow to visit yeah. him which uh he was going to get a phone call so sorry i'm not there but i'm absolutely going to come see you at some point <laughs> Um, I fractured three, uh, I broke three ribs and fractured two vertebrae, but I will be there at some yeah. point. Yeah. So Scott, Scott's unbreakable. A little I'm, bit. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm broken, but I'm healing really fast. So, yeah. Exactly. So my, my question to everybody while you're whipping through those is what can you do? What are you willing to do? Yeah. Where are you going to explore means by which you can detach from emotions that are constantly bringing you to a cycle of triggers. So in other words, 
if every time you hear somebody talk about money, you're like, oh, those people are bad because they have money. You've got an attachment to lack and you've got this, you know, disenfranchisement to, you know, the idea that you could be abundant. Whatever right. your thing is where you notice that there's something you're attaching to and it's always an issue. I hate that person. Where are you going for help? And I'm asking you this quite honestly. I don't care if you read. I don't care if you look up what EMDR is and get therapy. I don't care if you take Chris's coaching class. I don't care if you take Guy's coaching class. I don't care if you buy somebody's you know multi-level marketing product. Whatever the hell you need to do, be honest with yourself and do it. And here's the here's the thing: all the answers are inside of you, but mm -hmm. we need do we do need assistance oftentimes from the outside. So mm -hmm. find that assistance and then lean into it. Yeah. I mean, I have coaches, I coach, I have coaches, I have mentors, I have people that I, I double check to make sure I'm on the right track all the time. And I see so many people who don't have coaches, don't have therapists, aren't reading the right books. And they're just sitting here looking for somebody to like hold their hand and guide them. And that's not how this world works. When I'm telling you to be the best you possible and the universe will do the stuff for you. I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm saying do a shitload of inner work to be the best possible so the universe will apply what you need to receive so you can do the things you want. Mm -hmm. There's work, but the work isn't out here. It's in here. So what mm -hmm. are you going to do to start doing the inner work and be honest with yourself? I'm sure you're not doing enough because right. very few of us are doing enough. So I love what you're talking about. So to build off of that, thinking about the first component is always awareness, right? So we always got to be got to be aware. Okay, there's something going on for me, and then from that next point for me, it's like, okay, am I ready to be honest with myself about the situation that I found about this awareness? Am I ready to accept responsibility that yes, I'm aware my my marriage is failing, but am I willing to go have that conversation with my spouse? Yes or no? Or am I willing to sit here in quiet Great. desperation to continue all that stuff on? What do you think comes after awareness? Like the first thing is being awareness for me. The next thing is like honesty with myself. Now that I'm aware, do you think that's the next step, or is there a different step that you think it's in between that? And what do you think would be the next step? You just said it. You said it. it it's awareness and willing to communicate your awareness because because yeah. watch this chris like you, you you decide this you say um scott's not as nice of a person as i thought he was and and <laughs> so you're sitting here going if you say scott i don't think you're nice because of this and then i say oh you know why i did that and you're like oh you are nice that was just the thing but what do we do we create stories and so exactly. we sit here and we create stories because we don't communicate i'm watching this play out with my wife oh yeah i'm, I'm realizing little things where i say when you so I'll tell you one. I'm going to share one. Tell me if this resonates with everybody. We were talking about something that um, that upsets me when she when she does it. And I go, when you do this, it bothers me. She goes, she goes, I agree. I see how that, you know, would upset you. And and then she likes to do an and thing. And then she goes, um, but I don't want you to do this. And I'm like, OK, so was that an apology? Was that an in affirmation? Re in, in response, what you do in response to that? Is that what she was insinuating with that? She wants a lot of us do this. We don't want to just take. So if you, if you were to say to me, Scott, when you do this to me, it hurts me. And I would just say, Chris, I can see how that hurts you. And I wish you wouldn't do A, B, C, and D. And it's like, mm. well, shit, you know, like thought we were talking about the thing that bothered me. Are we going to go right. with five other things? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make it about said, themselves. Invalidates you, what you say. I, or how you feel. I said, I said, one thing I would like to practice as communicators in our relationship is when we're talking about something, let's stay on that and not do the end because what it does is it actually makes me feel unsafe in this thing that I'm like, are you just bringing that? That you just giving me this validation so that you can say that I'm bad or something? And it goes yeah. back to childhood, little Scott not feeling safe, and you know somebody saying you're not good enough. 
Mm-hmm. So, but but I did what? Awareness, like you said. Right. And I, you know what I used to do? I'd go, I don't like that. But I'm not going to be a little bitch because I'm a man. And now I'm going, time out. That's not being a bitch. That's saying mm-hmm. that if this keeps mm-hmm. happening, I need to tell you to stop so I don't yeah. bleed out internally. Exactly. And so we're having these little conversations, Chris. And our whole world is just elevating tenfold because Good. awareness, communication. So what would come after that? So we've got awareness. Communication. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking through it. What do we do next? You tell me. <laughs> action for me, it's like the soonest, the sooner you take action, and when you realize and are aware of something, the sooner you change yeah. that perpetual motion of what it is that you're thinking about. Because now you're on the right path. Now you've switched switched paths. And I always tell people, like, tell yourself that was yesterday's Chris. That was yesterday's Scott. Today I'm a new person. This is a new focus of mine. This oh. is the area where I'm going to give, you know, my my integrity and my focus and my values the most because I want to be congruent. I want to be you know, um, in alignment with the things that I'm saying and the things that I'm professing to other people, especially in what we do, Scott, and and giving people advice, you know, I want to be incongruent. I want to be in alignment with that. I want to know when I show up and I give a, when I give a post that I've got fire behind it. I'm like, yeah, some days I'm like, okay, I'm going to say this. And I I feel like I own it, but I love it when I'm like, so like spot on when I'm doing 75 hard, it's like, okay, I know that I'm doing this. And I know that I did not feel like doing my second workout at 11 o'clock at night. Cause I, I tell a story like the part of the deal guys is that you do two workouts a day. One of them has to be outside and one of them has to be 40. They both have to be 45 minutes. And literally I went to bed one night and I was got in bed. I swear to God, it was about 11 o'clock. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. I have to get back up at three o'clock in the morning, go back to work. And I was sitting there thinking about my day and I'm like, Oh man, I, I, I got both workouts in. I went, let me think. Wait, wait, wait. So what last night, no last night. Oh shit. The, the the workout I did last night, I thought was the one I did the first thing in the morning because they, they ran up together. Basically, it was 10 o'clock at night. And so as I was getting into bed, I was like, fuck, no, I didn't do my second workout for today. I did my indoor workout. I did my gym workout, but I have not done an outdoor workout. It was 11 o'clock at night. I just barely got into bed, got my clothes back on. I went downstairs. My wife was sitting on the couch. She's like, what are you doing? And I said, I forgot my second workout. She goes, nobody will ever know. And I said, I will know. And so I went out and did my 45-minute workout. I pissed, pitched, and moaned about for the first five minutes. I'm like, God, it's a gorgeous night out. I'm like, fuck, nobody's out here. Look at it. It's so beautiful. I walked down the middle of the road. I was like, how fucking cool is this? And like, here I am. I was all pissed about it. I'm like, how can I reshape my perspective about that? And uh, so that's one of the things that I, that I enjoy doing is, is being testing and being tested and testing myself because I know that the victory, like today, climbing Mount Rubido was challenging me physically. But when I got to the top and I saw the, the, the beautiful scenery, it was like, it was all worth it. All I love it. it. I love it. And that, and that's it, man. And it's, you know, and there's know thyself. It's the same stuff. I like what, um, Oh, go ahead. We were, uh, guy said, I was going to go to Debbie's comment too. Debbie. Um, she was just saying she likes to be acknowledged and seen that she's been heard. I mean, Debbie, like you are on point. Like we all want to be seen and heard. And I think men, especially, I think women are more willing to say like, I want to be heard. I want to be seen. And I, for me, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for all men, but one of the things that um, I notice is as a guy, I don't want to say I want to be seen and heard because I feel like it sounds weak. And lately I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, right. so yeah, she just exactly. But that that's the comment. So when, when you're in a space, I think for all of us, that awareness, like you said, to get to that point where, hey, listen, I don't care how somebody categorizes this. Like, oh, they didn't hear me. What am I weak? Listen, if, if I don't think she, she heard me or she truly got me right i'm creating so think of this think of the source of anger in people think of just like guys like guys who are listening right now if you're speaking to your wife and you say something to her and she goes yeah i totally hear that but why didn't you put out the trash and it's like but did you hear that right (laughs) instantly there's animosity that builds up and you don't want to be a baby so you don't do anything with it 
Well, that builds, that builds and builds. And then one day she says something, you freak out, start yelling. And mm -hmm. she's like, why are you so angry? Like, whoa, he's so volatile. And it's like, and you're not even sure where it came from. So what I'm asking people to do is listen to Chris, be aware, listen to what I said, start communicating. Once we lean into that communication piece, what's going to happen? We're going to take action. We're going to find solutions. And it's, it's a lot of this stuff is so simple, but we've gotten into these roles, these feminine masculine roles, like this is the way it needs to be. And it doesn't need to be that complex. Right. It can be silver. Thank you, Joe. And I, and I hear you too. Like it's simple stuff. Mm -hmm. So where do you see all of this going? I mean, with the, with the tenacity or the ten action, not the tenacity, sorry, I was thinking about something different um, with the tension and everything else that's going on in the world today. And thinking about the upcoming elections and everything else, what advice do you have for people to, to start that process of being better connected with themselves, better taking care of themselves, better in alignment with themselves to be able to get through what will probably be a massive amount of stress and uncertainty in the next coming three years? It's a beautiful question, and I think we have a beautiful answer. I think from when I see my students, okay, I see young people, young people that don't have the layers of old identity, that don't have the news stations like telling us all this BS, that they're thinking for themselves and they're doing things different, whether we like it or not. They're going to lead the way first and foremost. Our behaviors, though, are going to really set the tone. And again, the same thing we just talked about. I would spend so much more time dialing into yourself figuring out what i can fix with me yes i i know we say this stuff all all day every day and every awesome motivational speaker every author we're all saying the same stuff if you change you you can change the world please believe that so please true. please embody that because i can tell you like like i touch a lot of lives just because of the life i built because i'm a professor a coach and we do this stuff every day there's a lot of people seeing me that i'm not sure see me until yeah. I get the messages through, you know, my email or through my phone. And people say this about me all the time, this, the same stuff. They're like, I watch you struggle, fail, do things real. There's authenticity. And I love the whole reality that you'll, you'll do the things that you're saying. And I think that you really do change the world because you're changing yourself and I'm watching you and I'm learning from it. And I'm like, shit, validation. <laughs> and, but here's the thing. Let's pretend that I only did that with two people and it wasn't 200 or a thousand. Let's say it was just two people. What if we helped it that with two people? How quick does the world change? Sweet. Yes. That's what I'm about. That domino principle, like the fact that we change within ourselves and then we start acting in a different vibrational frequency. Like people tell me like now the whole the whole joke about my tagline being that I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy <laughs> bullshit. And now I'm embracing that stuff. <laughs> so so the, the opportunity for us to, to, to adapt and to be flexible and to be open to newness and change, and to be able to release and surrender a lot of our anger and our hostility, the chance for an opportunity for healing in this world, to be able to leave this world for our kids in such a better place than we have founded it. I was yeah. telling my wife the other day, I said, I'm so, so thankful I grew up when I did being born in 69. I got to experience the seventies and, yeah. and you know, the music and, and the revolution that was going on. And then the eighties and music and, and just being the free and just being able to be outside when you can wait for the streetlights to come on just so many different things, you know, discovering color TV and all the different things we got to see in the yes. cell phones and be able to see so much technology. I mean, now it's changing so rapidly, but we really got to see so much of it really happen. 
I'm so grateful for that. And the only thing I want is that our kids can grow up in that place and raise their kids in a place where they can sit there and say, man, I remember my granddad talking about the fact that they could stay outside and not have to worry about perps and shit like that coming around to fucking you know, mess with them, that they could stay outside. And now we can let our kids stay outside because we're all, you know, a, a, harmoni a harmonious society, you know, basically what that's that lends to what you're talking about behind you. And I go love now. People start going loving and on themselves. They don't have, no longer have the anger and that animosity. Hurt people don't hurt people anymore. And then we start doing one nice thing for somebody else every single day. And that becomes the nature of our society, man. We can heal so fast. I, I, I mm -hmm. so believe it. I so believe it. It's not fantasy land. I believe that in six months, if all of us just helped one person in one way, shape, or form or another every single day, that that shit would become so addicting and the world would change so much that uh you know that we could all when we die in our own space and time that we know that we were here to contribute to a massive shift in this world for our kids and our kids kids so yeah don't know where all that all came from but i like it and i and i just threw an acronym for this whole show i just kind of okay. was listening very closely to you and I, I have an acronym for the whole show acl because i think so hey, oh. to your question of what we're looking at yeah you torn acl now we're gonna we're gonna fix the acl okay, so, so it is it's it's a it's awareness communication mm -hmm. and then a deep sense of listening because not just communication, but listening first to understand and then be understood uh, after. So, because think of it. So we're talking about going to see elections. Everyone's like, you know, half the country is like excited that somebody's been indicted. Half the other country's saying it's some like scam or whatever. And I'm sitting back going, I, I'm, I'm working on myself. I caught that on the news. I saw it. I saw it at the gym. It was on the news, but I'm not getting involved. I don't even have an opinion. I don't care. I mean, right. I do care. I do care, but here's what I care about. The emails that somebody says I changed their life by what I did and the way I behaved and the way I acted, that's more yeah. important to me. That I can control. So if we have the awareness to communicate with those around us and listen, like I'm going let, to let, let's finish the show with one simple thing. Watch this, Chris. Ready? There's going to be a lot of conflict, right? Let's do a simple lesson in conflict. If you were to say to me, hey, Scott, you got to be an idiot to think that this person being indicted is good for the country. Could somebody say that right now in our lives? Oh, 100%. So here's how you respond to that. What does that person want? They want validation. They want agreement. So here's what I'm going to say. I agree with you that things like this can be tough for our country. Oh, yeah. I, all I said was I can agree with you that, that okay. And then he's going to go. And, and, and you know, deep down inside, <laughs> you know, deep down inside that the person in office right now is an idiot. And then I'm going to say, I agree with you that your feelings are real. Right. So I'm never saying anything. But what I'm right. telling you is use intelligent language to diffuse so then you can understand without being spoken at because this person clearly thinks that they're going to talk you down or somehow start an argument. Right. And so by the time the third thing comes and goes, well, come on, like, do you think the country's better off now? And I'm going to say, I don't know when the country's been great. And I agree with you. We need to make it better. What could that look like to you? Yes. Now the person went from here to hear and i now say that and then i say that interests me yeah so walk back and practice language like that that interests me tell me what the world would look like and then when they say the things and i say what roads could we take to get there and what are you and i doing right now to make sure we ensure that because i want that because mm -hmm. they're going to say things like safety um you know jobs and people are taken care of and freedom what does freedom mean to you how can i ensure you have that but here's what we don't do we're like this person's an idiot <laughs> and 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 i'm also looking in the mirror as i speak this what i'm begging the world to do is awareness of situation communicate listen effective language 
ACLL, listening and effective language. So there you go. I think that's exactly what we need to do. So listening, the, the last L is language. Language. So language. We want, we want empowered listening and effective language. And thank you, Guy. And I know you would nail this stuff too. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of very smart people on the show that listen. And I'm sure that I'm sure we could do a whole show on that, you know, de escalating language. And a lot mm -hmm. of that, you know, you can uh, learn that in sales. That was huge. I think it's useful. So beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, yes. Awesome conversation. Got Darlene in the house. Thank you, Darlene, for being here. I I'm guys, appreciate you. Those are, those are hands up in the air. Um, so next week, what we got? Oh, actually, I wanted to show this something. So let's just do this real cool, quick. Cool. Let's just uh let's let's show, let's take people down a little because next week we're gonna have um talk about Michelle. So we've got a good friend, Michelle Shalen. Um, she actually is a coach too. Uh, she lives here near me in Austin, and somehow we never got together in person until recently. We are going to co-collaborate on an event. It's going to be pretty cool. We're going to incorporate. She does sound healing. We're going to have some yoga. There's going to be a little bit of dialing into source. I'm going to walk people kind of into the um, super conscious. We're going to have this amazing healing. We're going to integrate a lot of stuff. There's going to be mind, body, spirit integration. And uh, I'll give you a heads up on all of it, but it's going to be amazing. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds beautiful. And then, so here's, here's a, here's an episode of, um, it's called mastering your inner critic. This was Friday night live. This is what we did. Uh, Scott and I did before, um, this became the unfiltered experience. So I just want to, there's some smart ass people. Those is Sally and the, we got some very bright people there and Alexander, super brilliant spirits. Yeah. Can we hear it? Oh, can you hear it? Oh, mm -mm. I can't hear it. Hang on. I didn't really let me see. Uh, let me try that again. So, if we can't, you know, what we should yeah. do. Oh, we can. can we can we pop a few of those out there onto the so everybody go check out the page and we'll put a few of those highlights out mm -hmm. there. Some of the ones to check out from uh, since we started. That's weird. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, can you hear it? Mm I think it's just our voice has got to come from our microphone and probably not from the screen itself. Yeah, really. Usually when I say, usually when I say present, share screen, it usually says, oh, share audio. Yeah, share tab audio. Let's try that. Because when you share the, like, the videos and stuff that we've done, it's worked. Yeah. No sale. That's weird. Yeah, we'll put, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the... Yeah. Uh, it's one more reason to go to the Facebook group. Go to the yeah. uh, page. Yep. We'll make that happen. Oh, what the fuck? All right, dude, we always go, we always go over. So thank you guys. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, the, the huge, huge, huge amount of appreciation and love we have for you guys, our unfiltered crew, we guys call you our unfiltered crew. Um, the intentionality and the things that we're going to be bringing with this new season, the way we're going to be composing the show is just our, our heartfelt way of being dedicated to bringing you guys the maximum value that we possibly can to enrich your lives, to change your lives. Because the thing we want you to do the most, like we've been talking about is the fact when you start elevating yourself, go help somebody else. Go help a complete stranger do that. And together we can change the shift of this world together. Like Scott said, the word trajectory, we can change the tra trajectory of this, of the world based on the conversations and the things that we're doing here. So that's what we ask of you guys to, is to go implement this, go share the show out, say, Hey, this is what I heard from here. This is what I learned from here. And together we can all make this world a better place because more now than ever, um, everybody needs us to know that we're banding together. I just saw some beautiful TikTok videos where some African-American men are like, Hey man, you know, my white brothers and sisters, you know, I want to connect with you. I want, I wanted to know this. And I was just like, sure 
scaring the shit out of that. I'm like, yes, that's what we need. So there's there's everybody in the world that are starting to just band together and say, fuck the news. The news is bullshit. Politics is bullshit. We're going to show the world like this is what's up and this is what we're not going to let. We're not going to stand by and tolerate, you know, whether it comes from our Supreme Court or whatever else that we're going to stand up and, and like kind of what France is doing. You know, they're standing up and saying, hey, let's unite. Let's let's be a part of something. So um, and the, the way we can advocate that is through our voice, you and I, Scott, united. Um, with everybody here, you know, helping us, you know, to make that difference in the world. Because at the end of the day, when I put my son in, in bed at night, I'm like, did I do enough to make the world a better place for him when he grows up? And some days I'm not able to say yes, but for the most part I am. So um, we just appreciate you guys being here and we're going to be back here again next week. So let us know if you have any ideas, um, but we have Michelle, Michelle Shalen that's going to be on here talking about, uh, again, plant-based medicine, right? Yeah, I think, I think we should talk about all the modalities that we could potentially uh, heal trauma. And I think that's one modality. We might dive deep into that, but it could yeah. easily spin into other modalities. But um, her brilliance, her kindness, her energy, all wonderful. Got to meet her in person. Love her to death. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and have a blessed weekend. Enjoy your moments. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the times that you have. Be focused on yourself. Make sure you're taking care of yourself with your sleep, your nutrition, your hydration, your vitamin D, um, making sure you're reading some personal development. Get involved in your own health and your healing and focus on that and just surround yourself with bitching people who help support you and levitate you to that next level in your life. Um, Scott and I are here for you guys. So whatever we can do possibly to help you guys out, let us know whether it's you know a guest on the show or a subject, whatever we could do. Um, we're here to serve, serve and make sure that we're all lifting up the planet together. So use your unique gifts to go out there and shine your light. And we love you guys. We'll see you here next Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, theunfilteredexperience.com. We love you guys. We'll see you here next time. Love you, Scott. Love you guys. Peace.